Are you having a hard time finding a good book to read about Twin Peaks? Did you finish binge-watching Twin Peaks in quarantine, and now you're looking for more? If so, we have the book for you. Twin Peaks Unwrapped, the book. Based off the popular show from the 1990s, read about the making of each episode from over 100 cast and crew members. This book covers Season 1, Season 2, Firewalk With Me, and Season 3. But wait, there's more! This book has commentary from the community and the host from the wildly popular podcast Twin Peaks Unwrapped. Order now! Supplies are very limited. Go to bluerosemag.com today. I'm Mark Frost, and you're listening to Twin Peaks Unwrapped. Welcome to Twin Peaks Unwrapped. I'm your host, Ben Durant, and beside me is... Brian Kazaska. Hi, Brian. Hey, Ben. How are you? Good. Good, good. It's Twin Peaks Month for 25 Years Later Sight, and with us, we have Lindsay from Bickering Peaks. And 25 Years Later Sight. Hi, Lindsay. (laughs) How are you? Good. Good, good. So it was just last week that you put out an article. I, w- I was asked to, to kind of do a deep dive of uh, the Cooper autobiography, My Life, My Tapes. It kind of took a, a strange turn as I was, as things with, within Twin Peaks tend to do. Um, it took a little bit of a, a weird turn and I ended up writing it from the perspective of Tammy Preston, as if she were the one investigating the book. She had found these transcribed tapes and on her way to Twin Peaks to finish the final dossier, she decided to, to look at My Life, My Tapes the the transcripts and kind of figure out like what happened to agent cooper where was he where did he go what was he like let's let's find out some more information about it and it was kind of that framing narrative that i used to kind of deep dive into um what's presented in the autobiography itself and there's a lot of really interesting stuff that happens in the autobiography as you know if you've read it so um so it was kind of a neat a neat little exercise for that it seems like a challenge because i mean when you probably put your articles together there's probably a length you guys want to stay at and but you have a whole book you're kind of covering and like how do you decide how much you're going to get into yeah no and definitely i mean obviously with with an online magazine or journal i mean your readers are only going to have so long of an attention span. It's hard to read on the computer as opposed to reading a physical copy. So, I mean, you try and keep it to a certain word length or length of an article. Um, But yeah, when you're doing a whole book, it it does present some challenges. So originally I was going to do this as a a longer, maybe three or four part series, but we decided in the end that wrapping it all up in one would be more rewarding maybe for the readers so it is a bit on the long side but and then and then you decide what are you going to include and what are you not going to include and I think 
framing it from Tammy Preston's point of view, there are some things that you could leave out and let people discover on their own as they read it. Hmm. Because Tammy Preston in universe wouldn't know those things. She wouldn't necessarily know about the man in the green jacket, for instance, right? And how that ties into Dougie Jones wearing the Uh green jacket in Twin Peaks The Return. So I didn't touch on some of that stuff, but hopefully readers will be able to read it themselves and maybe make those connections. That's cool. I love this the the style that you did this in. I I think it's Mm -hmm. great to have Tammy kind of doing a more investigation and even going from the beginning that like she doesn't have the tapes. She just has the transcript in a book format and stuff. And I thought that was really clever. The readers can really appreciate yeah, I hope so. I mean, and then obviously, I mean, not everybody has read it. It's a book that's out of print. So it's harder to talk about that in general and make it interesting if not everybody has read it. So, I mean, there's obviously the transcript that's on Glastonbury Grove and a few other places. I linked to one that's a, an iBook and PDF version mm. that you can get online. But to make it interesting and to, to adopt that voice of Tammy Preston was kind of a fun exercise. Felt a little bit more like fan fiction, I think, mm. which... You know, maybe fan fiction light. Let's call it that. But yeah, yeah I mean, it was it was a fun it was a fun exercise. That's for sure. And I'm so glad you brought up the dreams that Cooper's mom had, that he had, and I mean, mm. dreams played such a big part in in season three. But I guess it really did throughout the whole series. And I'm so well, like Cooper's like, life. I was reading the beginning, and it's like I hope I hope Lindsay gets into the mystical end. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. No. And the dream absolutely like dreams play such a huge role, and in, in not just Twin Peaks, but all of Lynch's stuff. Right. Like mm. there's this element of dreaminess or dream logic playing in there, and 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 that Cooper's mother was touched by that too. It adds this depth to his story that I think. Even though he's such a well-rounded character, I really love the autobiography for giving us that backstory to him and and that mystery and intrigue about his upbringing leading back to all of those dreams that are so present throughout the entire run of the show. And bringing Tammy into it is interesting. Have you shared this with Mark Frost? Did you at him on Twitter? (laughs) I did not. I'm a little nervous that he's going to read it and be like, she stole my character. I'm going to get sued for it or something. (laughs) He would love it. I I honestly believe he would love it because, I mean, he gave us the first glimpse of Tammy. Yeah. Before we knew who Tammy was. I mean, I think that'd be really cool. Well, maybe I will at him on Twitter. You should. You should. Yeah. And it is kind of like an extension of Secret History of Twin Peaks and the dossier. Yes. Because I feel like, yeah, you, you still have that structure of, you first started with uh, Tammy sending a, a note to Gordon Cole. The following dossier was compiled by FBI Special Agent Tamara Preston just prior to her investigation in and around Twin Peaks, Washington in September 2017. Inter-office memorandum. Date August 10th, 2017. From Tamara Preston, Special Agent. To Gordon Cole, Deputy Director. Dear Director Cole, Enclosed is the result of my investigation into the mysterious transcribed tapes recently rediscovered in Philadelphia. Why they were transcribed in the first place, I can't tell you. I'm even more baffled as to how they came to be filed away in mislabeled boxes so as to escape investigation earlier in Agent Cooper's disappearance, though I now have my suspicions. Be that as it may, here are my preliminary findings. I hope it helps. Sincerely, Tamara Preston, Field Agent. Blue Rose Task Force. Yeah, I think I think it works out pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad you think so. I it, like I said, it was it was an experiment. It wasn't anything. We we've not really gone into this realm on 25 years later yet. It's something that we've kind of played with, but not seriously. So I'm hoping that 
we do more of these, it can become something more regular, something like creative nonfiction, you know, would be a fun avenue to explore. And it just seemed like the perfect format to really play with it here. So I'm glad you think it worked out. I hope the other readers feel the same way. Totally. Yeah. Reading it to me feels like it, you had a lot of fun with this. Was there parts of it that you really looked forward to, like writing and sharing with the readers? I got most excited when I started doing the inter-office memorandum at the beginning and then having this notion in my head of her writing an email on a plane. Hmm. I kind of had that come fairly late in the writing of the article. So I thought as a, like a, fr a real framing narrative to have her writing directly to Director Cole was really... That was really exciting for me to to kind of share. But then also just her idea of getting into the relationships that Agent Cooper experienced in his life with all the different women, that white knight kind of complex that he might have. And and exploring that through the eyes of this the really amazing character who, like you said, was first introduced to us in the secret history of Twin Peaks. She was kind of a controversial figure, I guess, as the as the return unfolded, because the presentation of her on the screen wasn't what a lot of people expected of her, what we got on the written page. So to have mm, that character mm -hmm. come back and kind of explore some of the female characters that Agent Cooper has interacted with in, in his life was really fun. So I thought that was a really interesting thing to, to delve into. You know, I, I like Tammy's character in the book, more, but I, I kind of felt like her character, it would have been great if we got to explore more of her character in the show. It was kind of a letdown because I felt like Gordon Cole had the spotlight, really. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Tammy was just, she was by Albert majority of the time in sitting down somewhere and just giving us this information about the Blue Rose, what a topa is. So I kind of felt like we were getting... Information well, the thing is, is Tammy was really us in some ways. Yes. Tammy yeah. was, yes. we, we were we we didn't know all the information and the way that they were able to give us all yes. the information was through Tammy. Tammy. Yeah. And yeah. but it would have been great if we saw Tammy actually like doing the things we read about her doing in the book. Other than just the writing was different. You know, <laughs> maybe if Mark Frost had like 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 when he was doing the show, he's like, All right, I'm gonna focus on the Tammy storyline, you know. <laughs> So. Right. Emails and all this investigation comes after season three. Is that right? Is that where this all fits in? Yeah. The impetus for it was kind of a rereading the final dossier. And there's a line, I, I, I don't have the book in front of me, but I think it's on page 66 or 67, where she mentions the tapes. She mentions um, having gone through them. And that, the final dossier is compiled in early September 2017, right? Mm, so. Yeah. So this would have to be before that, but after the events that we saw in the return. So it's happening sometime after whatever happened in the, the sheriff's station and her writing the final dossier and coming to the realization that Laura Palmer didn't die and all of that craziness that happened in the final dossier. So um, it's it's somewhere in there. I think I put it at the end of August, but yeah, some sometime in between the end of the return and the writing or the compiling of the final dossier. Yeah. I didn't realize it until I was reading your article, but Cooper most likely is missing again. Like I, I guess I don't like to think that. Like they think, oh no, yeah. he's 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 in, he's doing his investigation and he's going to help out Carrie or Laura Palmer and he's just working on his investigation. But probably <laughs> to everybody else, he's gone missing again. He's Richard. He's not Cooper. Ah, uh, don't go into that again. No, no. But I'm saying, no, but uh, no matter what, he, he's it's probably to Gordon Cole and to Tammy and mm. and to everybody. He's he's just gone a wall again. Yeah, mm. yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. He pulled the Chet Desmond. 
<laughs> yeah. Except instead of reaching under the, the, the truck or the camper, he just went down into the basements and disappeared. Didn't That's come right. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. It's so, the yeah. same thing. If, if you ever do this again, I would love to have another article from you, but through Diane. Like, I'd love to have uh, oh. Diane yeah, somehow responding to all tapes. But, like, there, you could have a whole uh, fan fiction series of every time he has said something to Diane, hear Diane's end of things. It's like, oh, he that wants those, he, he those earplugs so and he wants yeah, this. And yeah. it's like, it's like <laughs> fuck you, Dale. <laughs> That would be cool. And then you could even take the scene from Firewalk with Me where that was deleted. Yes, the deleted what he's doing, right. what he's doing is his uh, exercises. Crunches, his exercise, yeah, and like, you can like be on the opposite side of that as I Diane saying like what her thoughts were. Right. Like Cooper, That's what are you fun. what yeah. are you doing? That and, would be a lot of fun. You know, Diane's such an interesting character because if I remember correctly in the book there, they go on a date. Yeah, they get duck. Right. Yeah, they have duck. And, you know, duck. before I read the book, I, I was telling Ben, I'm like, oh, I don't want Diane to be real. I right. want Diane mm-hmm. to be, it's like Siri almost. It's like he's just talking to nobody but because he's lonely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on. Diane was great in, in season three. I yes, mean, yes, yes, yes. Lord yes, and killed it. Yeah. No one else could have played her. <laughs> yes. I know. And that whole date, to this day, I still think it's a very sexual, like the way they're talking about the duck being prepared. And I feel like it's very risque. Was well, that the apply something happened or no? My... I don't know. But I always thought in the book, it seemed to, yeah, it seems to me like they applied that it could have been more than just duck. Well, uh, I, yeah. yeah, I think Agent Cooper, like there's an interlude where Diane is writing in the book or she, she has like a little interlude where she says oh, that right. it was just one date and nothing happened. But then Cooper says that in one of his replies on the tape, he says that he realizes he doesn't even know her last name. Huh. So it, it does really imply that either, like, maybe they went to bed together once or right. it, it ended with a kiss and that was it. But he doesn't even know her name and they shouldn't mix business with pleasure. And mm. it's just, you know. Yeah. Which is interesting. That's true. And, and plus he fell for Caroline. Yeah. Caroline. Have you getting feedback from the community about your article? Yeah, there's been a, a, a few reshares and some positive comments on Reddit and uh, Facebook. I've been pinged a few times with people sharing it or resharing it again, which is really cool. I think the, the most rewarding thing for me would be to uh, kind of share the original, like My Life, My Tapes with more people. Because I feel like yeah. the, the Secret Diary, rightfully so, gets a lot of attention. It got re-released. It got the audio book. Um, what was it, 2018, I guess? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Released. yeah. So, I mean, it, it gets a lot more press, and it's definitely a, a, a wonderful book. But My Life, My Tapes has been out of print for almost 30 years. And mm. so to kind of expose more people to that, that would be the greatest, the most gratifying thing because it is such a, I think anyway, and I, maybe it's a controversial opinion because I know a lot of people aren't super keen on it, but I think it's it's a wonderful addition to the Cooper mythos i guess so yeah. that would be the greatest gift for me i think i agree it's, it's something that people should check out and, yeah. and uh, scott frost who's mark frost's brother wrote that book and he also yeah. wrote a few episodes of twin peaks and he also uh, uh wrote for the actual audio tape yeah. and then you have yeah. this book but it's like i think i don't know i've been confused sometimes it's like okay you have these two things that are dealing with the tapes one's the, oh, yeah, that, one's that the audio does seem kind of confusing um, yeah. but yeah. anyways both scott frost d- did both of those right i'm really surprised that it wasn't reprinted with the series coming back like it seems like a missed opportunity for mm. whoever has the rights to it 
Yeah, I don't I don't know who has I Penn Macmillan was the original publisher, but I'm yeah. not sure if they still own own the rights to reprint it, but I I'm surprised too because especially with the way that the story kind of leaves Cooper's arc, right? Like you would think that if they wanted to, well maybe that's the case, maybe Lynch and Frost don't want us to to worry about it too much. So they're mm. not they're not concerned with expanding that mystery, but it does seem to feed very nicely into a lot of the things that were brought up in the conversations and the articles and the theories that have been written and and just the way we interpret the finale of of the return. Cooper's yeah. backstory does play into it very nicely, I think, and this is what this book deals with 100%. And what I love what you did in this article is that you the book is not consistent with some of the the show and about mm. uh, and about Firewalk with me, and I love that you find creative ways to kind of maybe explain that or or at least have Tammy question that stuff. I think that was that was brilliant on your end. Yeah, well, it it seemed like an a, a perfectly plausible in-universe thing to say, well, you know, Diane maybe doctored the tape so you know <laughs> you know or, or or just didn't transcribe it properly because human error or whatever like it, it's it's things that went through my mind the first time I read it I thought well how can there be all these inconsistencies and yeah. now that we know that Diane wasn't necessarily Diane the entire time right. it adds that element of of intrigue there as well like was she met with the transcripts and these tapes the entire time yeah you know so who i like knows? that i like that a lot though I, i'm so glad that you brought that up and brought that into it and you, you find a clever way to have tammy be thinking these things or questioning these things and yeah, yeah. nice touch oh thanks thank you and what else are you working on at 25 years later site well, I mean, we've got Twin Peaks Month stuff coming up. I mean, we've got the whole Secret Diary series that's going to be coming out. And we've got some amazing theory pieces that, from David Titterington and a few other people that are just, they've blown my mind. Some things relating back to First Nations, Native American mythology. Mm. There's just so much new stuff that's, that people are still thinking about and coming up with that I'm just amazed. Every time I get an article to edit, I'm just reading it and I'm right back in the return mode. Like I just, oh. I'm, I'm living in it. It's so phenomenal to be on the receiving end of some of this stuff. I can't wait to share it with everybody. We, we're just thrilled with how Twin Peaks Month is shaping up for us. Personally, though, I'm kind of taking a backseat on the writing side of things to just edit all the plethora of material <laughs> that we've got coming in. I'm a reader just like everybody else now, so which yeah. is fun for me. Well, you guys are doing a great job. I, you know, I get an email every day on the articles that you guys are doing. It's amazing this day and age. You think I would hear about all this information from other sources, but you're, a lot of times it's your site that I get, I learn about things for the first time. I think it was like the Ghostbuster three coming back. Mm. I think it was John Bernardi who did that. Right, and yeah. That was the first I had heard about that. It was like, and then yeah. I go in other places and there's a trailer and things like that. But it's funny that I, I hear it first from you guys, which is is wonderful. Yeah, I mean, the news division that we kind of have, have recently come up with, uh, Jen is kind of piloting that, and she and is, is spearheading a team full of people that are just so passionate, and they're all plugged into exactly the right places to get all this information so quickly. I'm amazed, too. Like, I'll log in on, we communicate via Slack, and every morning I, I log in, I'm like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. Like, <laughs> you know, because I don't know where they find their information. I just let them go, and... Andrew and Laura and, and we just kind of say, you know, do what you do 
you're you're doing amazing. <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah. At one time you were guys doing like two articles a day, and now I think you guys are up to three articles a day. But do you yeah. when these when these uh, breaking news comes, is that not counted as an article? And you guys are just like we got to get the word out right away. Is like how how does that work? Yeah. Well, we kind of have like our our set spots, like our TV article, a movie article, a Twin Peaks article. If we have one, you know, especially for Twin Peaks month, we've got pretty much an article a day coming out. And then the news articles, we just kind of pepper them throughout. If we have something really exciting, it'll be, you know, lunchtime, hit the lunchtime crowd on the East Coast, or we'll hit the, you know, evening crowd or whatever, um, to try and separate them as much as we can. But we just kind of send it out when it makes sense. So if, if we end up with a day where we get release six articles, that so be it, right? Yeah. So. You guys are the one-stop shop. You're the new we Entertainment do. Weekly. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we certainly try to be. Yeah. I think you are. Oh, awesome. Thank you, yeah. guys. Yeah, I, I would say something. so. You guys do cover such a wide range of things. And like Ben was saying, the news. I'll mm-hmm. see it on the Facebook feed. I'll see mm-hmm. you guys probably first over anybody else, I think. I don't know how Facebook figures out things. Anything you're watching or reading or anything? Well, I've been really busy with, I, I'm, I'm a teacher as well on top of all the other stuff that I do. And, and we're, we are studying Shakespeare right now. So I've been watching this BBC sitcom called Upstart Crow. I don't know if anybody else has seen it. It doesn't seem to be airing anywhere no, I, I here. So we've been. No. You haven't heard of it? I haven't. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it's like a, a, a sitcom starring David Mitchell as Shakespeare, set in Elizabethan England, and it's it's hilarious. It's it's full of in jokes for the Shakespeare crowd, and uh. it's it's really funny and and quite smart, but also pretty muddy as well like it, it gets dirty sometimes so it's, <laughs> it's fun it's a lot of fun but that's that's what I've been watching really and 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 all the other stuff that I watch in the background when I'm marking you know cheers and all those reruns those are yes I, I'm definitely not the person you want covering the news that's for, <laughs> for all the people who are up to date on all the latest stuff I'm so far behind on my watching I catch up with everything like I said I'm a reader right now I read everything that 25 years later puts out and that's wow. where I learn about it nice is great cool. so and i said before we started i was talking to you and i was like i miss bickering peaks i miss <laughs> i miss you and aiden bickering Aww. about something and stuff will, will we ever get some more bickering peaks yes you will um we are working on on kind of reworking our podcast to expand out beyond the the world of twin peaks and maybe cover some other things so i would stay tuned hopefully by mid-april we'll have some new stuff coming out um, wherever you listen to find podcasts, you will find some, some new stuff from us. I, I can almost guarantee it. So mid-April is when we'll have new stuff out. Nice. Cool. Very nice. Very yeah. cool. Now, will it be part of the same feed that your podcast is putting out right now? Or will yes. it be a new thing? No, it, it's going to be part of the same feed. Where okay. We might change our, our name to try and capture a little bit more of the, you know, we're, we're we're the Bix. That's what people know us as <laughs> mm-hmm, online. Mm-hmm. So I think I think the new name of the pod uh, will 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 have a new name for the pod. We haven't quite landed on anything yet. We're still kind of in the the working phases, but but it's an interesting time because you know until there's more Twin Peaks, we still want to do the podcast, but we want to try and expand out beyond that so that we can cover more things and things that are still interesting to us and hopefully interesting to listeners. And then, and then if, and when we get new twin peaks, bickering peaks will be back um, nice. to discuss it all 
So hopefully we'll yeah. get more of that too. I yeah. hope so. Yeah. Well, well I'm glad to hear it'll be on the same feed because it's like a present whenever I get a new show. I was like, oh, Aww. I get to listen to you guys on the way to work or, or something. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> That's very sweet. Thank yeah. you. It's so good talking to you. Can you tell people mm. how they can check out 25 Years Later's site and how they could follow you and Bickering Peaks? Absolutely. So uh, 25yearslatersite.com is where you can find all of our articles. We publish, like we were saying, two to three to four to five to six articles a day, depending on the day. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at 25 Years Later Site. Same on Instagram. We have our Facebook page, which is up and running. So 25 Years Later Site, damn fine TV and film. Me personally, you can follow me uh, at Lynn Stam on Twitter. And Bickering Peaks is still at Bickering Peaks on Twitter and Facebook. So uh, that's a lot of information to throw at you <laughs> listeners. But, um, but hopefully, yeah, you follow some of us or, or all of us there. Thank you, Lindsay. Awesome. And yeah, if, thank you. If you have a comment, question, or theory, give us an email at TwinPeaksUnwrapped at gmail.com. Give us that five-star review and follow us on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on Google Play. Like us on Facebook at Twin Peaks Unwrapped. And Ben, how's the old Twitter? Twitter's great, good place, a great place to hang out with people and just talk Twin Peaks. Yeah, yeah, and it's Twin Peaks Month and 25 years later, so check out them. All links are in the show notes, and we'll see everybody next week. This is Rob King with 25 Years Later. Our staff and editors would like to thank you for reading our site. We began as a site dedicated to the analysis of Twin Peaks, but today we are happy to share our expanded material for similarly intricate series, popular culture fandoms, film, and Shudder content. We will continue to extend our love for Twin Peaks' deep exploratory analysis in the fan community as we look to each of these. So please join us as we discuss film releases from A24, Shudder, and Shout Factory, as well as series like Lost, Northern Exposure, and The OA, just to name a few. And you won't want to miss our lineup of interviews from Twin Peaks cast and crew to the directors of Shudder Original Content and more. And as always, we hope to bring you thoughtful, deep analysis to the series that brought us together, Twin Peaks. So again, thank you always for your time and dialogue with 25YL.